I'm here. I finally made a Jace. Here we are. Edge that was one hell of a trip. One hell of a trip, Nick. Where have you been? How long has it been? I have been through caravan parks. I've been through Airbnbs. I've made multiple trips back to the edge of suburbia. But finally, the edge of Sunraysia Studios is open. And here goes the podcast where I think we're all ready to go. How's it been, brother? It's been great. We've been missing you. Um, and the, uh, the the listeners have been missing the show. We've missed a few episodes because um, you've made the big move. Uh, but that um, that trip or that um, that journey sounded a bit more like a misgotten uh, footy trip than uh, a relocation trip. Oh, it was a little bit. Uh, you never know where I was going to be turning up. Living out of a suitcase and trying to work full time is a bit tricky. Uh, but uh, it's it's nice to finally have a set of keys to call my own, a, a house a nice fireplace going in the background and the studios are now open. So it's been the regional studio, Sunraysia studio. Yep. Right on the edge. Got some tanas outside. I'm going to be picking them out this afternoon. It's going to be a nice and juicy time over here. I tell you that. And oranges, Jason, oranges everywhere. Mandarins, Mandy season out here. You can get a big tub of mandarins for $60. I might be sending them down to you, down to the hangar, just to get you into them as well. If it's oranges, it sounds like uh, three-quarter time every day, three-quarter time break every day there. It is. It is down here. Oh, so what about what some doggies fans? Have you found some doggy, no, have you found some doggies fans while you've been up there? Do you know what? I actually have. I've, I First day at my, at my work new place, a school that I'm teaching up up here, sit down next to a replacement teacher, and, and we're, we're bulldogs. We're both bulldogs. He was so excited because we're now – it's great that you're – because there's not many, not many up north, up and up, not many up in Sunraysia. And he was just excited to meet another one. So we have chats and we've been talking and all that. I've been practicing my podcast banter with him. But in the <laughs> end, we've got a great new, it's now, I think I've doubled the, the Bulldogs sort of membership up here, up north in, in, in Mildura. Um, but it's it's really nice to sort of have someone I can talk to who's not, not Carlton, not Collingwood, not, not, Hawthorne, not Melbourne, especially not Melbourne. Um, but it's nice to have another doggy supporter that, uh, that that makes me feel I'm not alone up here, Jace. I've got someone, which is great. But yeah, it's good to hear, um, and uh, it's uh, uh, good to hear you back on the, on the podcast in your new Sunraysia Studios. Um, it's been a bit of a mixed mixed bag results uh, up until midway through the season for the doggies. Um, recently had a good run. Um, but uh, re- uh, recently tripped over um, in one quarter of a tight game against Geelong. But um, if you have a look at where we're sitting halfway through the year, heading into the bye, um, you would have hoped we were in a little better position, uh, but six and six, uh, 24 points just sitting outside uh, the top eight, uh, but with some good signs coming on, some good signs with the team um, starting to click um, over certain parts of the game, not putting four-quarter efforts in just yet. Uh, but certainly getting back to its best in relation to the work in the centre and some of the work of our backmen and some of the um, forward options as well. So, um, And then we've had some injury worries, which we're, we're slowly recovering from, perhaps, um, you know, one of the worst teams in regards to injuries over this, this earlier start of the year, starting to get some people back. But it's given the opportunity to some of those up-and-coming young players to show their wares, and we've seen some really good positive signs from a number of players who have come through and when given the opportunity um, and are showing um, real flashes of brilliance and some really good footy play. 
Yeah, I've noticed that as well up here. It's been great seeing a couple of of those uh, those recruits from the last couple of weeks, a couple of years coming up. Uh, Baku has been great. Um, a lot of energy in that forward line, um, and a great target. He's been he, he had a really good uh, run in in the VFL uh, with you know goals upon goals, and it was great that he got that opportunity to sort of have a go, and he and he took it um, in that first game, and. And uh, and then got a couple of goals for himself, and he sort of really held on to his place at the moment. Um, yeah, it's been sort of nice to see that happening through. Um, Cleary, he was good in the back line, and he sort of popped in there as well. So he was a nice little introduction. Um, but uh, but yeah, that, it's, it has been a bit of a worry, sort of looking from outside and seeing uh, some of the, the the balance not quite being there because of injuries, because of. Uh, you know, perhaps the, the you know some of the structures that we've got sort of gone into with the games. Um, I think having a bit of a, a bit things happening in the midfield has sort of had a bit of an impact with English going out for, for a bit of time, and and then Martin sort of not quite working, and 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 uh, Sweet having a, a decent okay go. But we're hoping that uh, I'm really hoping that sort of the midfield sort of starts to balance out a bit more. Um, um, we're starting to get some of the um, the play by um, Liberatore and the Bond coming back to their best, um, and not to look past uh, Dunkley, who's having a ripper of a season as well, a real hard nut in and around the ball when he's given an opportunity, uh, fierce tackler, um, a real strong contested mark, um, and he's been a real revelation um, early on in the season with his role in the centre. Uh, but recently, we've found that when you get Libba back on a roll, back at his best, it really makes a huge difference to the way that the, the team works and the connections that you can make between the midfield into the forward line and across the ground. Yeah, I think it must be with that. The way that he sort of started off where he was playing a bit more in the forward line, I think that has that must have been sort of relating to, a bit to that illness that he was sort of carrying into the start of the season. But since he's played much more time on the ball, he's just really taken taking control in, in, in that situation and, and and that sort of extra bit of oomph and aggression around the ball. Um, he's been, I think he's been my shining light this season for the role that he's been playing. Um, that he's, I've got my little man crush happening on Libra at the moment. So it's, um, it's been, I think it's been good to watch him. And I think also with Bont as well, with that injury he had start of the season, the little niggly, you know, hip and ankle situation he sort of had, um, I think now that's sort of getting passed. Yeah, paying through it. They, they gave him a week off to manage it, and I think that was perhaps the best thing they've done to um, getting back to his best. And he's certainly looking like the Bont of old at times with his ability to move in and out of traffic, um, his contested ball, um, his uh, centre clearances, his uh, uh, kicks into the forward 50 um, back towards his elite best. Um, another revelation for me, Nick, has been Ed Richards. I think yeah. um, he's become an excellent rebound player and he's got that pace that you really need to be a really successful team. Um, the speed across the ground to break the lines in the back back half and get the ball moving forward again. Um, and his intercept marks are top, top of the list for the Doggies, um, but certainly his speed and pace has been great this year to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And he's sort of stepped up a little bit. We saw those glimpses of his uh, possibility of the last couple of seasons and I think now that he's got a spot that he's taken as his own. He has been able to take that role of uh, that intercepting backman and that you know, great rebounding situation. I think having um, the injuries of Johannesson um, at the start of the season 
and probably O'Brien not coming up the way that we were expecting, it's given it's given Eddie Richards a, a good chance of showing what he's really capable of doing in that sort of rebounding uh, backman role that he sort of has been playing half forward line. What about, what about a, our favourite our favourite player who often gets missed in discussions, Jack McRae, uh, mm-hmm. leading disposal winner. Um, hard nut in and around the contest, uh, uh, large number of handball disposals, um, large number of clearances um, through the centre. Um, he's 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 the backbone of that that mid zone, isn't he? He's always in and under, uh, mm. getting that ball and um, getting it through uh, traffic through to the forward line. Um, yeah. He's been great. So is, um, apart from a recent brain snap, um, um, Bailey Smith's been great as well on the outside with his pace and his run uh, mm. um, when he gets his. Gets clear and gets his jets on. It's nothing, nothing no, no better sight uh, in modern footy than seeing seeing him run with the ball. Oh, that It's like that those that flowing mane. It just sort of reminds you of uh, <laughs> singing about horses on on, on the on the shores of uh, of, of the coast. Just that flow. Oh, I love it. Isn't it crazy? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other one. The other one. You can't. You can't write off his Adam Trelaw. I mean, what what a classy elite player he continues to be. Um, and uh, we remember fondly his game against Collingwood when he put in a, a best on ground performance. Uh, believes his best to playing his old team, um, yep. but he's just so much skill and so much time. Um, and when the team needs him, he really steps up and really puts in that extra effort. A bit like what um, the Bont does when required. Yeah, and I was thinking, I was thinking with Trelaw at the end of that game that he played so well was that he probably had to play well in front of both of his employers um, because of you know Colin <laughs> paying for half of his wage. Um, so I think that's probably the reason why he sort of came out and played the way that he did. But he has been a that sort of very I guess dangerous, um, you know, basically moving that ball into the forward line and also just taking that extra. 15, 20, um, 20 yards of a run to get into a position where he can be dangerous in front of goals. Um, yeah, he loves he loves to kick a goal just just around fifty, mm. um, but he's also a bit of a, a goal sneak in the forward line and and time to time putting him on the ball. Um, he's a real ball ball getter as well. So he's um, um, still playing at a, such an elite level. And m- maybe there's a uh, Western Bulldogs uh, chance somewhere in there when we play Collingwood in relation to the status of Trelaw and who's paying the bills. Yeah, maybe we might have to get that going. I think I don't know how the Coley Wobbles will enjoy that, but we'll see how that goes. Um, how do you think? Um, what, about, what, about, what, about, what about the back line? What about the back line? Oh, where, the, back line. The, much, yeah. the much maligned back line, but um, yeah. you know, when, when you get Keith back um, and Gardner, who's improving each year, um, and now uh, with Tim um, O'Brien in the back. Um, that, I mean, it, you would, they're not necessarily marked down as the top 10 backmen in the league, um, but um, still serviceable, um, still play a great team defence, um, and then backed up by DeRay, Caleb Daniels, Bailey Dale, um, Truck um, as well. So there's a lot of players playing a real tight unit in that back line. Mm. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's better, it's better than, than people give it credit for, surely. There's there's still concerns. I I think that I think we're one key defender short. I, that's what I'm sort of feeling. Like having Keith coming back has been great, but if you lose one of these players and we've found out for the first first four or five weeks, if you don't have that additional solid four uh, backman in that area, that your, your team does suffer. Um, so you know Keith has been have, he has been missed. 
Um, and it's only now sort of him getting that match fitness and that match conditioning that he's been able to show that sort of that that role that he's supposed to play. We still get a little bit uh, knocked around when there's a couple of key forwards, tall key forwards in the forward line. We found out um, up against um, Carlton, uh, sorry, uh, Geelong last weekend with with Hawkins and Cameron. Is that if if we, it's hard for us to sort of keep both both tall um, opposition forwards uh, um, because of that. Same that. with Carlton. Carlton's another example. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think that's the sort of thing that we sort of miss out on. And even if you go all the way back to to round one against um, against Melbourne, is that we had that issue as well, um, trying to keep some you know keep. If there's two tools in that area, it's too, it's very challenging for us. So I'm not sure, you know, how we go about to sort of settle that down. I don't know if, if um, you know, if it's if it's Tim O'Brien to take on that role. I don't know if he's tall enough to do that. Um, you know, you, you had Bailey Women Williams now sort of moving into that uh, that wing position, which is you know having a great time doing. I think that's sort of a another point we can sort of talk about. Um, but that sort, I think, having that extra key defender to take on just a little bit more strength I don't know I don't know if Gardner be right for that for next year if he's you know if he gets a bit more solid I'm not sure but um that's I think that's still something that we sort of struggle a little bit with um is in the in that area Jace um but you know but with, I think, yeah no quick fixes on that one I mean we've got other uh mids coming through back from injury and we've got forwards coming back from injury um, but our defensive stocks um, are not deep. Um, so unless we approach Melbourne to pick up Meacham after he's blue with May, um, there's no no magic wand in relation to fixing fixing that, that particular issue. And I think we rely on that really structured team defence to hold yeah. hold shop and try yeah. to beat the team on the other end. So um, we'll have to just hope that they can um, continue to play their best um, as yeah. we head into the Absolutely. second half of the season. Yep, Absolutely. Um, how about the forward line, Jace? To sort of finish off a little reminiscing, what? How do you think they've been going um, with Norts as the as the um, speed and and the I guess yeah, the um, they seem just yeah at times. I mean, Norton's just playing still incredible, but he's a one man one man power forward in in the structure that they've set up, and often there is a lot of bombing the ball to forward line for him to try to take a contested mark or bring the ball to ground for our small forwards to crumb for goal. Um, but, you know, you just prefer the doggies um, to play that type of game, a fast run out of the middle of the back, back half um, to leads for their forwards. We seem to um, move the ball a lot better and get our forwards into better uh, positions for goals um, when we play that style, run and gun um, style of footy. Um, um, it's good to have Waitman back um, in the forward mm-hmm. line. Um, he's getting a bit more attention um, um, this year um, after um, Estella uh, finals performance and a good season last year. So he gets a bit more attention, but he's still lively in the forward line. Um, Buku is great as just an option to take the other forward to draw people away from um, um, Norton. And occasionally they do a bit of a, um, a good routine where they've got Cordy playing a defensive forward, which frees up uh, Norton to clear run. There's a lot of double teaming and triple teaming on Norton and um, um, major suggestions from uh, the coach that um, people are blocking his run um, uh, for forward um, marking contests. So um, there's still a lot of good signs from uh, McNeil, um, mm. Mitch Hannon when he was fit, 
um, another another uh, Anthony Scott. Um, so um, you know that Beppo and the top player he was just loves that type of short, um, strong build forward who can um, small forward who can come up with a goal or two every week. And so I think we rely a bit on that. Um, when we um, um, do well, and we remember the, the the spread of goal kickers against the West Coast team when we had that big win, um, so you know that kind of different options or different different players able to step up and take the chance to kick a goal is what we need to see. Um, Riley West has been quite mm. good when he's shown shown desperation around the ball um, and to try to be a goal sneak. Um, so. I think Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, just with just with Riley, that I've, I've found that from last year to this year, I think his his maturity has come through a little bit. I found last year he was a bit reckless, and a couple of games that he did play, he was just going in too ferociously at the ball and and really sort of knocking players over and and, and not thinking about the potentials of um, receiving a, a free kick against him. I think this, I think him coming back this year, it's still energetic and energized trying to go for the ball but I don't I, I think he's understood that he doesn't have to go with a big whack anymore and just be a bit more clever and the game that he had the other weekend um it was just fantastic that that sort of that aggression and desperation like you said Jace that he showed that he was able to sort of get those balls out um yeah, yeah. well he, he showed that he showed that against um Geelong at times so it's those mothers um, and he's focused on winning the ball. And you're right to say it's not the, the big bump or throwing his body around. He's actually trying to win the ball and get the ball out to a better uh, position for another doggy's player. Um, so, um, yeah, he's, he's maturing as a player. Um, he showed some really good signs um, in the last couple of games prior to the game against Geelong as well. Um, so he's someone to watch for the second half of the season. Hopefully he can stick in the team and um, keep improving his game. What about the run home, Nick? We're six and six. Um, the back half of the season looks like some tough, tough runs ahead for the doggies in terms yeah. of matchups. Yeah, it is. It's a bit of a tricky sort of um, second half of the season for the dogs. Like the next game that we've got um, is against the Giants. So you just never know how they're going to be playing up against us. We've got a lovely love hate relationship with those boys, um, especially now since uh, Leon Cameron's sort of been sort of moved on. They've had a little bit of more energy coming in, I think. So that's sort of one to keep an eye on. Uh, we've got a game against the Hawks the following week. Um, Lions, Sydney, St Kilda, Melbourne, Geelong again. Um, and that's just in the next six weeks or six games or so. And it's very, if you think about that, that's that's all, apart from GWS, that's all top, t- top eight sides that we're going up against. So it's going to really tell us where we are as a club and and what's our capabilities i think um i think that's something to really sort of be mindful of um, what we get out of this um but it is going to be a challenge um to see where what we come out at the uh, at the end of july and what our what our number is going to look like um yeah it's a bit tricky jace what do you think um it is, it is um uh, and you need to beat, beat the best to to be the best and um we showed second half of last year that we could improve our game play over the second half of the season. Um, we get a number of key players back um, and we, we we talk a lot about the forward line. Josh Bruce, um, I know you you think he is the 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 one the one solution to a lot of our problems in terms of our power forward. Um, another option up forward, um, boost our, our kick goal kicking stats. 
um, and potentially relieve a lot of pressure off Norton as um, an option. What about um, what about um, uh, Tim Tim English? He's 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 had a great season this year. He's more mobile, winning win the ball more. Um, and what about him as a forward option um, moving into the second half of the year? From time to time, he's been used like that, but only sparingly. Yeah, and like he, he's he's got great skills. He can you know pick up the ball off the ground with ease and and move it on. And his foot skills are great as well. And, and you always hear about the story about him being a midfield player during his junior time, and then just had a an, a, an amazing growth spurt to turn him into a ruckman. But he still kept those skills. Um, I think he's a great target to have in the forward line. He can take really strong, tall, um, high marks, and put himself in a position where he can go back and kick the goals. I think. There's been you know big talk about the role of the rucks, uh, our ruck situation, um, about whether or not we continue to go with this uh, you know one key ruckman and a hybrid ruckman slash you know backman or forward in that role. So it's it's a very interesting situation. I think really to get the most out of English in that forward line, you're probably looking at um, you need to bring up bring up Sweet or bring up Martin um, to have that secondary role, but. Um, we're not too sure. Yeah, that's it's tricky. Um, I like it. I would like to see English up there more, um, but it's it's getting him released to do that. That's the tricky part. Yeah. Um, well, lots lots to think about. The boys will rest up, and I think there's a real positive um, sense from what um, the captain Bontempelli puts puts out yeah. in terms of improvement over the last four weeks and the kind of play that they want to um, show um, for four quarters. Um, so they're, they're not heading into um, the bye with their heads down. Uh, they've shown some good footy in the last four weeks, if not over four quarters, certainly over greater parts of the game. So uh, that coupled with some some returns of some key players coming through and um, some good performances from the boys playing in the VFL um, shows that we've got some options to bring some boys back and mix it up a bit. Um, do you want to just jump to um, just some news on the AFLW um, trade yeah. time? Yeah, so the, the trade period sort of uh, finished up now with uh, with the women's comp. They're starting in at the end of um, end of, uh, of August. So um, this is the trade period was moved forward, uh, which was great. We've had some retirements that we sort of knew talked about before. Ashley Guest, uh, who was you know previously also with GWS in Melbourne, um, and we've spoken about Ashley. Uh, Hannah Scott's another one who's who's retired. Um, great. Um, key defender that we've had in the women's the women's side um but uh injury sort of got the best of her um but so she'll be sorely missed on that back line we've had some um some expansion uh pickings i call them jace when they you know just sort of grabbing them from the other teams and so uh, we sort of you know, got acknowledged again for the key players that we do have uh, we've had uh bonnie too good um except a position over at uh, at essendon um, as an expansion member there, um, so that, that's a, a, a forward, a key forward that we'll be missing um, for the coming season. Um, so that's been a bit, bit of a bit of a disappointment to sort of hear about that. She's had a great sort of run without with games with the dogs, uh, twenty seven games and and uh, twenty nine goals. I might be wrong with my stats, but um, but she's had a you know, really good good run with us, um, leading goal kicker for a couple of years and and part of the 2018 Premiership team. Um, so she'll, um, she'll go and have a great run over in the, in the, uh, in the, in the red sashes. Um, yeah, she, 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 uh, 
she's booted 29 goals in 37 games based on some um, some stats for the doggies put out mm. um, and also mindful that she was part of that that premiership team as well so she, she leads as a premiership player um, she's joining Essendon which is um, picked some of the best players from uh, a number of other teams Madison Prisparkus. Uh, yeah, sorry, that, that didn't come off the tongue well. Um, Georgia G, um, and then another another doggy joining Essendon as well, Nick. Yes, that's right. Uh, Elise Gamble has also made the move over there as well, and and again, that's another uh, key player that key defender that we've had with with the side. Um, so as a twenty four year old, twenty four games with the dogs. Um, as our nice ninth, ninth, the Cubs' ninth selection in the 2016 Norval Draft. Um, she had a great year during the 21 campaign, played eight or nine games, um, and really had a great role in that back line. Um, so her, her sort of role with us um, as a fierce competitor and um, really fitting into that back six for the dogs is going to be missed. Um, so let's hope we sort of fit, uh, find people to sort of fit into those roles. We had... Um, one more person, Jace, uh, go with expansion. Do you want to have a chat about her? Yeah, Brooke um, Langdon, um, um, Lachlan. leaving uh, Lachlan, leaving uh, to play with the Sydney Expansion Club um, and um, you know, a premiership forward um, and now 31 years old, 35 games, the doggies, including the 2018 grand final um, since arriving um Pick 53 in the 2016 draft, um, huge season in 2018, um, being the club and league goal kicker. Um, and we remember um, the match um, where she kicked seven goals, um, which remains a um, AFLW match record uh, against Carlton at, at the Witten Oval. Um, and she's somebody who um, has been a you know a key person in uh, the doggies forward line, really hard working. Uh, forward or and sometimes midfielder, um, really small stature but tough in the contests, um, and so she will be missed um, uh, as well. So leaves a number of gaps for the doggies um, heading into the next season. Uh, but I suppose with a young and up and coming team and with a clear youth policy being put forward by the doggy um, recruiters for the women's team, um, we'll have to wait and see how they fill the gap. But someone like Nell Morris Dalton might be someone who might take up that sort of forward role um, as well as some of the recruits coming through. Nick, um, who you'll um, mention through the draft we picked up. Yeah, so, so a bit, bit of trade news. Um, we picked up Millie Brown from Geelong, um, who's a father-daughter selection from Geelong time from Paul Brown. Um, was inactive uh, during the last season, but um, due, to, due to various reasons. But she can play forward, she can, she's a strong tackler and sort of what the the footage that we're sort of seeing of her from, from the club is that she's got great second efforts. So, and that possibility of her going forward as well as in, into the, into defense, into the defense, sorry, um, could possibly have that sort of that role for her. Um, we also picked up uh, Daisy Bateman from North Melbourne and a, a experienced 22 uh, year old uh, player, crafty forward, um, really high footy IQ, great goal kicker. She's played 34 games, with, uh, during her time at North Melbourne, kicked 22 goals. So I think having that extra dynamic in the forward line, I think she'll uh, slot in, I think, quite well with, with, the, with the gaps that, we're sort of, that we've sort of got from those uh, expansion players moving on. Um, yeah. I think that's right. Daisy looks like uh, she's a real live wire in the forward line and brings a lot of energy. 
Um, the footage that you see from her games playing for the Kangaroos shows that she is a, a goal sneak, but certainly can also um, kick goals from long range and uh, is an excitement machine and, and really gets up and up and fired when um, she gets involved with the game and uh, mm. delivers on goals. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got one last uh, trade that sort of happened, which was a trade out. We already knew this was coming, Jase. Um, so Isabel Huntington um, has gone to GWS for, um, for um, I guess, her, her career and, and things like that outside of football. Um, so she's been traded on um, 20 games. She played with the Dogs, 18 goals, uh, former number one draft pick uh, during 2017. Um, amazing impact in the forward line when she, she got into the side. Um, three new knee injuries along the long time with the with the dogs has sort of impacted her her ability to play a consistent season. Um, she was the NAB Rising Star for 2020 and also achieved the club best and fairest in that year. Um, so she's had a breakout season, like I said, um, all Australian. Um, um, leading goal kicker in 2021. She sort of had a bit of a dabble in the back line for, for a season and then went forward um, in that last season with us before the injury hit her. Um, so that's it. Uh, she is a big, I see a big loss of capabilities um, uh, and that sort of, I guess, that talent that she does have um, is sort of one to be mindful of. Um, so, yeah, what's your opinion on it? You're right. Well, you're right to point that it's actually sometimes a bit about um, their careers outside of football, and that's probably the case here in terms of her pursuing her career um, in Sydney um, and giving opportunities there in addition to playing footy. Um, but she's uh, had t- d- desperately poor luck in relation to injuries and knee injuries. Um, so, you, you, you know, when you saw her playing and playing at her best, she was a, a real delight to watch. Mm. But um, we can only wish her best as uh, she moves to... Um, another team. Yeah, that's it. And uh, hopefully she does have a good run and, and she becomes, a, I guess, a great player. But um, just hope she remembers the dogs when we come see her every couple of seasons or so um, when we play against her. Um, we, we've got, uh, we're coming into the, the trade period, but we're situated quite well uh, when it comes to the, uh, to the, the draft uh, for the Victorian situation. We've got about in the Victorian sort of, selections at the way they sort of do it. We've got about, um, I think, four, three or four picks in the top 20 um, and a couple of extra ones after that. So um, because, again, expansion clubs have a bit of an impact on what's actually going to, what's going, how it's going to play out. Um, so we'll just have to sort of see how the dogs go and uh, and hopefully they end up picking some really good players and um, probably by the next time, next time around, we'll be able to hear um, how we sort of go. Um, yeah, so we'll just see how things sort of turn out, Jakes. Yeah, so um, hopefully pick yeah. up a good player out of the first round. Yeah. Um, and then sub rounds, um, we've got some options as well. So um, hopefully can pick up a, um, a, a bright future star for the doggies and we'll see how that, um, that goes. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Okay, Jason, I think it's report card time. I think we need to look at this season that we've, we've already gone through. I think it's midterm, mid uh, yeah, end of semester one in, in my books. Uh, I think we need to look at the good stuff that we've seen, the not so good, areas to improve for the second half of the season and uh, what we want to see to finish it off. Um, we'll take us through the teacher's report card, Nick. What okay. is, what's the view? All right, the good. Baku. Baku has been great. 
the excitement that he brings into the forward line, the leaps and the the, the passion of him chasing down those balls and and you know kicking those great remarkable little goals that he's been able to do, he's been great. We've got to keep him in. He's going to go really well. Another one. Son of a gun, Liberatore, Tom. I reckon he's leading B and F Jace. I reckon he's had a great season. I think he's in front of everyone else in, in, in the team. He's just really taken that passion that we really love seeing from him. I think he's the heart and soul of the, of the dogs, really the heart and soul. Third one, Norton. He's becoming a force in that forward line, but he's getting double teamed and triple teamed. He'll leap over them, Jace. He takes those spectacular marks. He comes down with a helmet because that's how high up he's gone. He's picked it off of the astronauts up on, on the uh, space station. He's up there, strong marks. He's got rid of the yips from the start of the year. He's getting better. His routine's getting better. He's going to be one to be watching. They're my three big ones for that's been really good for, for me to see, Jace. Do you want to add anything before I move on to the not-so-goods? No, no, you, you take it away, Nick. So what's the bad? Right. What's the not-so-good? Right. No, no, not bad. I've got to be try to be a bit... Um, bit passive-aggressive, a bit, bit more positive slants for everything. The not-so-good injuries and illness. Get rid of that COVID, I tell you, Jace. We've had little players knocked here and there and everywhere. Injuries coming through. Um, it's been challenging. We've had at least three or more changes to the side each week. It's affected us on how we've sort of gone this season. I've, I've, had this, I've got this little feeling. I don't know if it's there, but it's starting to feel a bit like 2017 all over again. There's that, that feeling of, you know, a bit of injuries, a bit of Something's happening. I don't know, but that's what I'm sort of feeling is that it's uh, that's sneaking in. But I don't want it to be there, Jace. I want us to be in finals. I want us to be a contender. That's what I want us to be. Another thing that I'm not too sure about at the moment, Jace, it's not going so good, is that ruck situation. It's oh, who's, who's in there? Arthur, Martha, Sweet, English, Martin, Cordy. Oh, who else has had a run in there? Dunkley's had a run in there. It's need something fixed up about it. Ruck, ruck hit outs. We rank 15th. 15th in the ruck. Yeah, we need to fix it, Jace. We're not there. So English has had some great games, but injuries and illness has got to him. Sweet has 15th in the league for hit outs. I don't think Bever loves the rucks. No, he doesn't. I think he's too tall. I think that's the problem. Sorry, the rucks are too tall around him. He doesn't want to look up. He doesn't want to look look him in the eye. They might be getting a step ladder or something. But, you know, having having Sweet came in finally, he had a bit of a run, but that match day experience was sort of telling. He did okay against North, but the following week mm, sort of not worked out too well for him. Um, Martin, there's those injuries, those those soft tissue, old man injuries. They're getting in the way of him as well. So we've got to see what we can do to get this to sort of work. I don't know what it is, Jace. I don't know if it's if it's we just go with, with English and go with Rocket, go with Sweden, number one. I'm not too sure what we're going to do at the moment. And the last one I'm not, not, not too sure about, we're getting there, and I talked about it before, Jace, is the back line. It's that, that extra position, especially when we go up those, uh, those, uh, those key forwards from the opposition, uh, that we get sort of the gaps are sort of seen there, so we've got to do something about it. Don't know what it is, Jace. Don't know if we can't. We've missed out on recruiting someone mid-year. Um, so it's we've got to think of something else. Is it bringing Shacky backy? You know, I like a bit of Shacky backy. Maybe he needs to come back. I don't know, but it, but something sort of needs to be tweaked a little bit. I think that goes into my areas and improve backline. That's the area I think we need to sort of get on top of. It's it's one one area that I think that is our little that's our gap. 
We've got a, a sort of gun midfield. Our forward line is just going to get better and better. And the back line, just got to get that right. And then everything else, we'll win. It's all over. Game over, Jace. Now, there's one thing that I want to see. One thing I want to see to finish off the season. Hopefully, it's in three weeks' time, Jace. One word. Bruce. I want to see Bruce, Jace. I want to see Juice coming in. I want to get him up and up and about. He's you know get that that scrunchie out, the winning scrunchie, that red one. I want it on his head. I want to hold his hair back. I want him jumping around, big big grins as uh, Norton leaps in front of him, and the excitement. I want his excitement back on the field because I think that brings that passion back to the for the dogs and the excitement and it, the balance in that forward line just gets us that little bit better. And you know who knows what might happen later on in the year. We might get you know, get Jamara sneaking in there in that, in that three-peat situation. I don't know. But I think if Bruce is back, Jace, Bruce with his, his, his big mo and his luscious hair and that little man bun that he does, that's what I want to see back in the forward line. That's my report, Jace. Mid-season, end of year, I'll get back to you on that one. I'm going to see how they go in the, in the second half. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's the best report I've heard uh, since the late... Uh, Palmer's punchlines. That was an incredible spray and report card. That was great. Oh, I do that my was best. Well done. That's that was right. great. <laughs> um, now we, we did have we did have a chat about um, uh, potential top five, but I think we might save that for the next episode, Nick. We've got a great top five to share with listeners. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, and it is in, um, um, partly inspired by um, some of the things we've been seeing on TikTok. Um, of all things, um, but it is um, something we wanted to share with the listeners next week. So um, we've got we've got the week off. Um, what do what do Bulldogs fans do when there's no footy on the weekend, Nick? What do they do? Well, head, head north for the warmer weather. Yeah, possibly that's it. Um, we don't do the uh, the cans run anymore with the dogs, so or even up to Darwin. So I think it is that you sort of you know, you know got to get in the car and and find a good place. Maybe go to a winery, James. Maybe get a nice cheese board. That's always a bit pretty good. Nice drop of red, that might help. Or, uh, or get all that gardening done. How, how's your lawn looking out the front, Jace? Any grass? Pretty grass. Been, been heaps of rain, so it's looking fine, thank you. But um, I'll, I'll be going to do some suburban football, Nick, um, oh, yeah. over the weekend. We've still got some uh, Division 2, II, Division 3, plus some interleague competitions. So I'll be keeping busy um, sticking with the local footy league, and I encourage... Um, any listeners who uh, have not enough footy feel on the weekend to head down and see their local footy footy match. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be trying to see if I can find out which uh, which Mildura team I'm going to be following. There's a lot up here, Jace. There's about four. So Are there any of them called the Bulldogs? There is one, but their colours are blue and white hoops. So oh, okay. it's a bit of a weird on that one. Anyway. Um, I think that's about it. That was the siren, Jace. That's the, uh, I guess, the longest uh, quarter we've had in a long time. Um, a lot of, you know, long time between drinks. Um, thanks very much for everyone who's stuck by us. Um, we are a, a podcast made by Western Bulldog supporters for Western Bulldog supporters and anyone else who likes to listen to two brothers talking about footy. Um, please make sure you follow us on our, on all of our, um, our online social situations um, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to catch up with you and, and see you next time. Uh, in the meantime, Jace, have a good run on the weekend. Um, make sure you warm up properly and uh, woof woof. Woof woof.
there, Ma, you're a couple of bob out. They may build their ships, miles now. Bobbing up and down like this. But they can't.